You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that if you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, please go to www.9to5.cc first and click the links in the sidebar or at the bottom of the page to support the site. It makes no difference to you, but it really helps us out a lot. Enjoy the show. Thanks. We're recording, we're recording. Fucking welcome everybody to another fun-filled episode of 9ES. What are we talking about today? Scott! Uh, we talk about fine arts, the Statue of Liberty, the Statue of David. No, we don't talk about the Statue of Liberty. No, we really don't. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars, George Lucas, Seven Psychopaths. Skip the important Star Wars George Lucas news. What? That it was sold for four fucking billion dollars. Four billion dollars going to education. Correct. Christopher Walken. Then we talk about Looper. We talk about horror remakes, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. We talk about Evil Dead. And John, where do we go from there? Music. So much music. Heartless Bastards, Fleetwood Mac, Kiss, Steely Dan of Monsters and Men. It was so much music. And then, for some reason, a kid is running through, a five-year-old is running through the children's hospital. And Don't we, worry, guys. It's a heartwarming story. Why not? It was heartwarming. Then, for some reason, we go back to MSI, more music, and then some video game stuff. So, like, Lollipop Chainsaw. Keith finds math incredibly difficult. We talk about Kickstartering music. Uh, and then we all uh, go bald for Bieber. And finally, I plug uh, Song Froid, the video game made here in Montreal. That sounds so exciting. It Guys, was. Are you excited? I'm excited. To listen to this conversation that we're about to have. <laughs> go your own way. <laughs> go your own way. What? Well, like in a hip hop sense. Can I get a what? What? In the what? Butt? What? God damn it, you guys! There's no lady here, <laughs> so it's just gay. Is that a no word, Scott? We're singing "What? What in the butt?" What else is it gonna it's be? Super gay. <laughs> yeah, normally that would be offensive, except we're actually talking about something very gay. You know, usually I have to spend the whole episode looking for a title. I believe this one is called "What? What in the butt?" Now you're just stealing. It's totally stealing. <laughs> Scratch that. <laughs> episode is called Stealing from the Gays. Oh, man. There's so many exciting things to talk about. I it's true. We have to start on the Lucas thing. Holy For smokes. Sure. What Walt happened? Disney. Walt Disney. It's the Disney thing now. It's yeah. no longer the Lucas thing. Well, it's still George Lucas created it. Sure. Right? Like, you don't call, like, the Mona Lisa, like, the Louvre thing. It's still the, like... Yeah, but why do you go to the Louvre? It's really not the Mona Lisa. It's really? You guys went there, right? Yeah, yeah. It's tiny, and it's full of Asians. Correct. That, that, that I, is the, true. The David, yeah. I found, was much, much more, like, much more jaw-dropping than the Mona Lisa. It's because it's also bigger. Yeah, but but in terms of, like, the jaw-droppingness of it, like, a yeah, single... But it's, a, like, a but it's single also in Italy. Slab of... I know, but in terms of, like, single pieces of art that are draws. There's tons yeah, of there's, other there's stuff. There's nothing in the museum except the Statue of David, one tiny little room, and then you're out. Whatever. That's all you need. Yeah, but it's like, man, that is a big naked man. Okay, guys. What, what? (laughs) We have not managed to talk about George Lucas. Full circle. That that there, guys, is conversational art. (laughs) So, George Lucas sold Star Wars. Well, all of Lucas Lucas arts. Lucasfilm. Exactly. Which, he is a, we're going to get to this too, he's pretty much a 100% owner on this bitch, right? Lucasfilm, Hmm. Lucas Arts. He's like, really? yeah, report steps, which is why 
about to do whatever. Yeah, why why we have episode one, two, and <laughs> Which three. Which is why things have happened the way that they've happened. Right. It's like, it's something ridiculous. Like, maybe, I think maybe fake, less than 5% had, is Somebody, some by, other people. Probably like Mark Hamill or whatever. Like, yeah. Because he sold off some of the rights when they were, and to prevent paying them, mm-hmm. he sold off some of the merchandising rights in the originals, which yes. is why they all yes, 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 yes. need to work. Uh, yeah, so he sold it all off to... So he basically just put $4 billion in his pocket. Yeah. And then well. slid one of the most powerful licenses. Okay, so just a quick question there. Do you yep. think he did it before the election because he thinks Barack Obama's going to win? Because <laughs> the Romney tax cuts on the rich would have been like a big fucking deal on $4 billion. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe that's the sneaky yeah. thing. Because uh, tax reform is coming if Barack wins and uh, it could screw everything up with $4 billion. Possibly. I guess more importantly than almost everything about what's going to happen to Star Wars... Is you Are we going to see a new X-Wing no. versus TIE Fighter video game? No. I'd say even more importantly Seriously? than all of that, did you hear what he's doing with the $4 billion? No. He said today that he's donating like all of it to like educational charities. Really? Yeah. Like, four like a fucking boss. Like the, a, I, the Jar Jar big school <laughs> for kids who can't read good. No, but I was like, maybe maybe he's doing this to like... It would have to be three times bigger than the so model. So he has like snappy ass this, comebacks. That would be amazing. The Patamame school of like business. And then because he puts a billion dollars into it, it's actually reputable. So there's all these Patamame <laughs> fucking PhD students running around all proud of it. In this school, we get, we're going to measure your midichlorians. <laughs> like what? And by that, we mean have the greatest mathematical minds of, of the world gathered to yeah, teach you. But he also now has a, a pretty good comeback for when people get mad at him for things. Like, Aaron is sort of like, why didn't you bring out fucking original trilogy on Blu-rays, like, unedited, whatever? Is it because I taught your kid to read? Yeah, it's like <laughs> Bill, Bill Gates uh, curing malaria, you know, and that's his apology for Windows Me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah. yeah. So, I, I think we should get... We should mention that before we geek out and get into like what it possibly means for the Okay, series. so Disney bought LucasArts. Yeah, and four billion dollars. Four billion dollars into educational charity. educational. Charity. So now let's let's talk a little bit of what's under the Disney roof now. So we've got Walt Disney Studios, mm-hmm. the theme parks, Pixar, MGM, Pixar, MGM, Marvel, Marvel Studios, ILM, Marvel Comics, I ILM, and ABC. Mm-hmm. Something else too. Okay, but I'll, Touchdown, maybe? ILM and Pixar. We hit the big ones. And Marvel. Marvel and a television station. So Rogue Squadron, the miniseries? Like, any, <laughs> anything can fucking happen now. It's so fantastic. Yeah, the I, return of young Indiana Jones. That can happen. The first time this all this stuff came out on Reddit, people seemed largely negative, and I just don't understand how. Like, Seriously. They, I, I, the same everybody reaction. was worried when, when Disney bought Pixar, and they, they fucking rocked that. The same thing happened when they bought Marvel. They fucking yep. rocked that. Like, they, they have a track record with pulling this off. Well, that was that was my point. We, we talked about this a little bit yesterday, yeah, yeah. not on podcast. I'm like, for action-adventure movies, Disney's shooting, in my opinion, like, very close to 10 on 10. Six enjoyable Marvel movies, four well, enjoyable Pirate movies. To be fair, movies. they were really only in on the Avengers. The other ones were, like, during the transition period where they didn't have full control. It's really... No, they're both Iron Man's or Disney. I don't think that's yeah. true. Isn't it? No, no. they're Marvel Studios. Marvel yeah. Studios, but... Prior to the takeover. No, because we were at Fan Expo the year that it bought, and Disney, like, the remember the whole big push? What was going on? It was right after, right after, I guess, yeah. So I just got into a big fight so about this today. At the second, office. second Iron Man and Avengers and Thor. 
No, no. They, while those were in production, there were still Marvel Studios. Like, Dis- they happened during the takeover, but Disney never had full control. Avengers was the first one. Disney was like there. The that, whole way it was through. their whole way through. Yeah. I don't know. I, but at Fan Expo, maybe they weren't in full control. But at Fan Expo, Iron Man was about to come out. Yeah. And Disney had just bought. Yeah, but um, a movie about Marvel to Studios. come out is some, is a is, is yeah is exactly a year so like yeah exactly gets. so during but during yeah. the transition after the purchase, um, Iron Man two Thor. Avengers, Captain America, yeah. and I guess Avengers might have been the whole one that was their baby, but oh, like I think Avengers is the only one that starts off with a Disney, a Disney logo, logo on the front. Maybe they're talking about Luke and Leia in the next Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, the yeah. walls. I don't know, but okay, okay, but let uh, the one thing that's going to be fantastically important: original series, <laughs> unedited, hand no, shoots first. Mm-hmm. There's a clause. In there. There's Blu-ray. a clause in the sale. <laughs> Not just fuck. You don't even know if there was. You can never release them original. Fuck you, George Lucas. Yeah, three billion dollars then. Because <laughs> really, that's a billion dollar sale. Like the last time they've released the unedited series was the black box VHS. Black, black and silver, the THX version. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, that I was still living at home, man. That's like fifteen I don't know. years ago. Sell all. There's, it's a it's like a niche market of people who are going to go crazy to repurchase those movies again. Six hundred million dollars. People have repurchased them again the and third, again and again. The third Star Wars movie. That's fine, but we're, still, we're talking about a twenty five year old film. The like, original trilogy has like been a top seller on VHS, then remastered on VHS, then on DVD, then on Blu-ray. Original trilogy. Okay, okay. They've sold it already four times. You're saying they're like, oh, a fifth's going to fucking break the. I'm, I'm not saying it's going to no. tank. I'm just saying you're, you're like overvaluing the the like. The little bit that this is going to do. I don't own a version of it, other than the VHS version that I bought because it's always been edited. And then there's, there's, there's. I'm looking at your wall here. You couldn't watch it if you wanted to. The Blu-ray? No, the VHS. I That's know. What I'm saying. I, I never bought a DVD of it because it was edited. I didn't right. buy the Blu-ray of it because it was edited. Like I never upgraded the fucking archaic ass VHS version because even my VHS version is edited and I don't like it. Like, but that's the only version that I could buy at the time because yeah. they they had already put the THX version out of uh, out of stock. That was like a high school decision yeah. that I made and did not go back okay. on because. Well, anyway, seven, eight, and nine are much more exciting. Those are seven, eight, nine are are pretty fucking exciting. Right. I don't know what the plan is if they're gonna like stick with book continuity. I mean, they I mean, can have Joss like... Whedon direct. Yeah. Think about that. Joss oh, Whedon directing the seventh Star Wars. You want uh, Nolan? No, <laughs> <laughs> but it could happen. Anything. They can get someone who's actually a fan of the series. No, but like, just, but just imagine. I, I don't even know about like like Joss Whedon might be a little too too quirky. Like uh, he might do it really well. Like little zingers, like Han and Chewie, like back and forth would be super fun. I, th- I think he would treat it. Toro, he would treat it with Peter, the long Peter that Jackson. It no, like, you know who you know who said that they really wanted it who? was like, oh, if this is up for grabs, I really want it. David Fincher. <laughs> Holy wow! God. The director make of it really dark. Yeah. <laughs> so, did you hear? This is this like a super big tangent. I don't know if you guys want to. Uh, it's it's gonna be quick, or if you want to stick on Star Whatever, Wars, man, talk. Okay, fucking check this out. You know Fifty Shades of Grey? Yes. Do you know the Fifty Shades of Grey came really close to becoming possibly a fucking amazing movie? No, because it's being made into a movie, obviously, like a fucking yeah. giant book like that. Um, apparently, one of like the final three people who was going to be adapting it into a screenplay, like really fucking close to done deal was Brett Easton Ellis. Would <laughs> 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 I mean, like, what the fuck? American Psycho, the, yeah, the, the writer yeah. of American Psycho, was, like, on the short I'll list do of... It. On the short list of people who was going to adapt Fifty Shades of Grey, and I was like, then any, like, pseudo-rape innuendo would just be full-blown fucking rape, and yeah. all the, like, people would go see it being like, 
What the fuck is this? <laughs> Super? <laughs> this is not softcore porn at all. <laughs> oh, man. Fucking Fifty Shades of Grey. But yeah, back yeah. to Star Wars. Yeah. I think, I mean, it's obviously too early to tell. It's been two days, whatever. But yeah. it's like, yeah. it's going to be like seven, eight, nine with like old Carrie Fisher, Mark Hamill, and fucking Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. There, there was an interview that got leaked today with Mark Hamill that he did a couple months ago where he he Had revealed coffee. that Lucas talked to him about it like a year and a half ago. And he didn't really say that if he was getting like approached for it it's possible okay. that he didn't like he didn't know or wasn't allowed to say that he had been approached for it but yeah. that's a better option than having it with fucking Hayden Christensen and yeah Ewan McGregor and you're not showing up very good there Scott something is vexing Keith yeah Scott's teeny tiny little voice yeah is this better oh yeah, yeah. yeah. that is a lot better actually now Thanks, we're talking buddy. with Power. Did, did anybody I'd rather have to turn you down than have to turn you up. Did anybody sitting echo. here happen to read the other books? I read um, I read the original, the Timothy Zahn, which is like considered unofficially to be episode 7, 8, and 9. Okay. Right? Like I've, That's I the one with the, the Star Eaters? Or Mara something? Jade and all that stuff. Okay. And not the Star Eaters, but you're thinking of like the Yuzhang Vong or whatever. I, I read Shadows of the Empire, which happens between, between. Yeah, 2 yeah, yeah. and 3. Mm-hmm. And I read some of the old stuff, like Splinter of the Mind's Eye and... Yeah, and that, and then I think all I read was the X-wing books. The X-wing books are fantastic. Yeah, yeah, again, a... television series Battlestar Galactica, except with X-wings and Tie Fighters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The other cool stuff is that what the what the books end up ultimately like like dealing with. I mean, like Mary Jade, I think has to be like the biggest. Maybe uh, what's his name? <sighs> Jack well, Shadows of the Empire guy. Oh yeah, Dash the... Rendar. Like, Mara Jade and Dash Rendar have to be the biggest characters who are never in a movie, basically. Mm. Like, yeah. and and, Mer- and Dash Rendar basically dies at the end of the book because whoever wrote wrote it was a big jerk and didn't want didn't <laughs> anybody else to Because, write because of the way that the licensing works on, on Star Wars stuff, yeah. if you introduce a character in a book, it, like, joins the multiverse and you lose the character completely, mm-hmm. right? So you can write the book about him, but if you leave him alive, someone else can, like, pick up the character. So he was like, man, I introduced this really cool badass, and he's dead at the end. Like, and also it's located in between two films so you can't even do like a really like an early one because right. that's like what was going down is already sort of like put in so he's like he located yeah. it in a time where no one could write the character again well, and it's, then it's also the not like they would have to keep continuity with the books they could I think it would piss off a whole bunch of Star Wars fans but they could probably get away with it if the movies were of sufficient quality the, so, the problem is is there's there's currently like I actually looked into this sorry Scott no. I actually looked into this um the how it works is that there's what they call uh, like C1, C2, and C3. There's an official hierarchy of continuities hmm. where the movies are like completely perfect and anything that the movies do override the books and then after the books expanded. it becomes video games, comics, comics and video games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. So it's like there is like a hierarchy so it's like, like a, a de facto but they are all considered to be trying canon. to trying to they're all considered to be canon and you're supposed to like the goal of all these stupid contracts that people have signed is to maintain some level of continuity right and I mean like basically up to the like Han, Luke and Leia being in their like 50s the books have like dealt with that which is kind of weird if they're just gonna fucking throw it out like yeah. you know what I mean like Don't, it's doesn't like, Luke go to the dark side and then he comes that's back comics. and goes neutral that's in the comics really yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That that's something that is largely considered to basically have kind of never happened. He really? sort of delves into the dark side like a little bit, mm-hmm. but only like but not in the comics like becoming a full dark Jedi or whatever else like that. In the books, I read a bunch of the books. Keith, the word is Sith, huh? Sith. Yeah, no, but it wasn't. 
Right? Right. The, uh, the Lord of the Sith being like two by two and all that shit is only fucking from episode one. The Dark Lord of the Sith didn't have a, like a defined meaning so much as it was just like a title. Really? And whatever else like that. Like Sith being a dark side Jedi was only from the movies. It was never a thing in the books. Hmm. Like it was just the dark side of the Force. Like It was a dark Jedi. Which then the books were like, oh no, there are dark Jedis and then there are Lords of the Sith and there's only two and then they like they retconned all that in. Right. Um, yeah, the big one about there was the Jedi Academy series that I read a couple bit mm-hmm. with like Jane and Jaden or whatever, who were Han and Leia's two kids, and then like oh, yeah. young Anakin Solo, who was like the younger and whatever. Like I read a bunch of them. I really read them in high school, so they're not like <laughs> yeah. they're not fucking at the ready. So speaking of comics, really quickly, Dark Horse publishes a lot of Star Wars comics, and no I more. bet. I bet they are not happy about this deal. That's yeah. true, because now it's going to be Marvel publishing mm-hmm. Star Wars. Yeah, and Marvel, I can't imagine they'll have the same vigor in, in investment in the Star Wars universe. They might. Marvel really? Marvel really needs to do a, like... They do imprints. I mean, they do a lot of Stephen King stuff. They do that Anita Blake Vampire Hunter stuff, and they do the Wizard of Oz stuff. Yeah. And it's all beloved by those fan bases but like 20 they're, years they're, they're, of they're Star Wars types. comics that are like four or five different issues every month and different titles and yeah, yeah. Uh, is it is it confirmed it's getting taken away from Dark Horse or is it it's fun? not confirmed but no it's everybody's I mean, suspecting yeah. oh, I'm suspecting okay. well there might be there might be but some stuff like where they might have the comic book licenses for a little bit longer and who knows how that 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 contract was ripped uh, was was writ, was yeah. written up right if they have the contract like the way sony has for spider-man and x-men dark horse might be able to hang on to it if they have the comic book rights unless they stop making comics and then it reverts back fox know? has x-men fox has x-men sony has spider-man is yeah. that it yeah so but that's it but like how marvel studios despite being marvel studios and making can't movies, get their hands back on can't X-Men. get their hands back on spider-man yeah. fantastic four or x-men because they're owned by like fox and so Daredevil. And Daredevil, yeah. Who cares about Daredevil? Oh, God, those poor bastards. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, which means they're going to, like... It's, it's going to be so weird. I was also thinking about that. Fuck, like, they're going to do the Infinity Gauntlet. Which are, like, there's going to be no Spider-Man, no X-Men, no anything. Like, which is, like... It doesn't matter. There's so many others. No, no, no. There's 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 tons others. But it's, like, it's going to not have the same scope of fucking everybody at the Infinity Gauntlet. You know what I mean? It's just sort of, like, you know what's the other sad thing? No Secret Wars. No Secret Wars, yeah. No Secret Wars is another thing that well, they Well, they could get their hands... What will it take for them to get their hands back on the license for X-Men? The, the way the contracts were like written... Two or three hundred million dollars. Like yeah, exactly. Like the way the contract... Yeah, more than that, dude. Those movies make more than two or three hundred million dollars. Not, not Wolverine. Are, well, stupid yeah. The way that the, the contracts work is that they need to make... It's why the Spider-Man movie came out so soon. Yeah. Yeah, reboot. we talked about this. There was it's because they need terrible. to make them every so many years to keep renewing the like the rights. Right. If they let it lapse, then they lose it. So like supposedly Marvel is in negotiations or whatever else like that to let the Fantastic Four one lapse because hmm. it's like a less lucrative franchise. Yeah, no like shit. both both of those movies didn't do very good, so like Marvel just like kind of wants them back. So supposedly that's. I mean, you want it back, even if you're not going to like do anything with it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they certainly, if they make a Fantastic Four, they need to recast because now, uh, fucking, uh, what did I lose his name? Johnny Storm? Susan yeah, Storm? yeah. Yeah, Johnny Storm is now Captain America. Come and torch. <laughs> which doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. Ah, uh, shit. They, they are, they just don't address it. Captain uh, America runs on flame on! <laughs> no, it'd be, it'd be way funnier if they just had the same actor, like, walking in and be like, hey, good looking, back <laughs> at you. And you're like, this is 
horrible. <laughs> <laughs> this is really, really bad. Uh, fuck. But yeah, I don't know, man. Star Wars, it's such a... Well, to be fair, in all had, the original Human Torch was an android that fought with Captain America in World War II. True story. He could show up. <laughs> Wait a minute, I thought really he was weird. replaced by a robot. No, that's on the cartoon show and not at all canon. That's that's C3. Yeah. <laughs> cartoon shows that's are way down the list of canon. Right, exactly. Right, right. I don't, yeah, I guess. In comic books, does C1 the books and C2 is the movie? Sort of. Yes. <laughs> I have to say... But the movies don't think that way. <laughs> prior to this announcement, you could have said that episode 7 was coming out and I like I literally would not have cared. I would pro- I would have gone to see it out of like a feeling of duty... But it's like like every time we were me and a me and a coworker sure. were yeah. we were talking about um, the the prequels and all that stuff and I was like wow I really barely remember anything from them because he was like he was pointing out all these problems like like weird little issues and stuff like that like the only things I really remember uh, like episode one Jar Jar annoyed the shit out of me episode two the love story annoyed the shit out of me. Episode three, the like initiate order kill all Jedi's and the Jedi's don't see it coming annoyed the shit out of so me. So to finish my thought. Now that this announcement has happened, yeah. I am actually legitimately yeah, no, excited I, about this next movie. Yeah. Are, are they sequels? Are they prequels? Are Who they knows? Old Republic? It doesn't like, matter. They're going to do something good yeah. with this mm-hmm. shit. The conclusion was to enhance your point, which was I have not seen those movies other than the first time I saw them, ever. Really? I you only seen episode 1, 2, and 3 the one time in theaters. So, like, that, that was, like, uh, that was to reiterate the point. I just yeah. didn't give a shit that much. I saw them out of what you were saying, fucking sense duty. of duty. Yeah. Just, like, there's a Star Wars coming out. Well, I just got fucking... Gotta see this one. No, 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 you were pumped no, no, for, I was pumped for the first one. one. Yeah, for the first one. Was pumped for it. Like, yeah, it's, it's Star Wars back fucking right. And then, oh. Oh, man. Yeah, oh, oh, this one really got away from us. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, trade unions are on strike and barricade. What? Yeah. No. No, laser swords. Laser swords. I'm sure you guys haven't gone to see the Red Letter Media reviews of those things, but his analysis of those opening scenes is so fucking good. He pops back and forth showing them. He's like, listen, what is the opening shot of the first fucking movie, episode four? It's a big, evil-looking spaceship shooting after this little one, chasing after it. You're like, right away, I know what's going on. There's these big bad guys, they're chasing after this little ship. The fucking opening of episode one is like, like Jedi Knights sitting on a bridge talking about trade federations and embargoes blockades. and blockades and the fucking commission. And you're like, what? What is, what is, <laughs> what is this? Do you know what that reminds me of? <laughs> Do you remember the Speed Racer movie? Yes. <laughs> Have you I seen the Speed it. Racer? It was fucking amazing. It's it's fucking really really good, but the plot line gets so convoluted, and they're like, and then there's the sponsorship, which is the evil corporation, which doesn't want Speed to win because their tires are on the other racer, and then this goes on, and then there's corruption on a corporate level <laughs> that's getting into this, and then you know we're gonna make the race cars cheaper, and we're just sort of like, just what what the fuck's gonna go like on and like there's one of the scenes where the movie like almost acknowledges it there's all this fucking convoluted shit you're like what the fuck and they were just sort of like what does this mean speed has to win and I'm like got it <laughs> <laughs> it's just like hooray yeah. like thanks have, Wachowskis have, like, have you guys seen Looper yet I saw it today okay I want to talk about it but we might not do it now I don't know alright okay, well just there's a Looper. there's a point in Looper yeah like they're sitting down and and old Bruce Willis is with young Joe Gordon-Levitt and they're like Joseph's what about- like no but what if this happens and then like, time continuity won't make sense and you'll remember what I'm remembering and that won't work and he's like no stop don't don't we, think too hard about we it we can get all the straws and forks and knives and pull them out on the table and try to explain this but it won't make a lick of difference and it was like well that plot was wrapped up really nice yep <laughs> thanks Rian Johnson you made, you made time travel okay speaking of Bruce Willis yep 
yippee ki yay, Mother Russia. That's right. <laughs> Today is a good day to die hard. Yes. It's not Christmas, and there's no Alan. But, yeah, I don't care. I still love it. I, I was thinking about that today no. while sitting at Looper. Bruce Willis just doesn't fuck up. Like, he makes movies that are bad. Oh, he, he fucks up. Uh, and Hawk, the whole ten yards. Didn't see. Ooh. The... I was thinking of, like, Red. It was, like, a bad movie, but it's still fun. No, no, no. What was that other one? The one with the clones was pretty terrible. There was clones? Human Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. one was pretty rough. Really? They're, like, VR... People, you, Maybe I just don't see his bad ones. You sit in your chair like, and you yeah, walk it, around. It's, it's his good ones are really good. He's yeah. like Christopher Walken. Like I was listening to this interview with. Have, Henry... have you seen Christopher Walken's IMDb page? No. Holy shit! He does like six movies a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I was listening to an interview with Henry Rollins, who was mm-hmm. talking about meeting Christopher Walken, because Henry Rollins is talks about the same thing that he's a crazy workaholic and just has to work. And he yeah. was like, "Hey, like." Probably the only guy who could, like, ask this to Christopher Walken mm-hmm. is Henry Rollins and, like, not, like, deal with, like, f- being fearful or whatever else like that. Which just sort of like, hey, what's up with your bad movies? <laughs> <laughs> like, why does that happen? Yeah. And he was like, I just really, he's like, I just really like to work. I like being on a set. I like meeting new people. He's like, I don't, he's like, I never take something that I think is going to be a bad project. He's like, oftentimes I'll, like, you'll take something that you like the script the director turns out to be garbage and it's just bad. I take something because I like the director and the script turns out to be fucking garbage. And he's like, there's a lot of movies that I'm in that are bad. He's like, you think that some of my movies that come out are bad? He's like, every year, he's like, I would say that I make at least two or three movies that just don't even get released with my name attached to them. They can't get a release with, hey, Christopher Walken's in this movie. Wow. And then he's like, that's how bad they are. And you see on IMDb, fucking oh, six yeah. movies a year. That means right. he's making like ten movies a fucking year. Just fucking constantly. And he's like, I just... He's like, I like the whole process of making movies and whatever else like that. He's like, eh, if it's good or not. He's like, mm-hmm. it's not like his... He's like, as long as I feel like I did good, he's like, I feel okay about like the rest of it. The, one, the first one I saw that really surprised me that he was doing was... Um, remember going out to see the premiere of Suicide Kings? How much fun that was? It was like yeah, a yeah, super yeah. small indie film and fucking Christopher Walken is in the middle of it. Yeah. Yeah, fuck. I'm, I haven't seen it yet, but I really want to see Seven Psychopaths. Like, did, did you see the trailer that CBS Films put out for it? The second trailer, it's all filmed with cats. What? It's amazing. What? Oh my god, we're going to click on the link underneath this, but Seven Psychopaths, <laughs> the actual film studio made a trailer where they replayed the original trailer, yeah. except instead of actors, there's cats. There's cats. <laughs> what? And Christopher Walken's character is played by a hairless cat <laughs> with a wig on. It's amazing. I want to see that. That's so good. It's like when they remade the first episode of Archer, but instead of the Velociraptor, it's a Velociraptor. And it's not, it's not some fan-made trailer. CBS Films put this out. That's, like, that's this amazing. Is fantastic. I don't even think I've seen the trailer for this. It's well, uh Seven Psychopaths it's uh, Christopher Walken it's uh the, the plot line is that no, hang on, it was just more actors Christopher Walken uh Colin Farrell uh, Woody Harrelson Oh the dude from um, The dude from Moon Arrested Development the guy from Sam Rockwell Sam, Sam Rockwell yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And he may be one of the guys from Arrested Development Yeah no the lead from Arrested Development um Jason Bateman Jason Bateman is huh. it Maybe I don't know Looks really good and the plot okay. line revolves around uh, Colin Farrell's character kidnapping the wrong shih tzu mm-hmm. or something like that and it's just like oh, maybe I did see this and everybody involved is fucking and so the, the whole trailer cats yeah Fuck cats. I went to go see Paranormal Activity 4 oh, yeah. How was last that? night uh, I liked it better than 3 yeah uh, it was a little less scare heavy mm-hmm. um, 
but a little like I say a little more plot heavy. It's like we were kind of wondering like why do these movies do so bad in reviews? I'm like because they're rehashes of the first one. Mm-hmm. They take an hour and a half to tell you five minutes of plot, mm-hmm. and they rely on super cheap scares. That aside, it's fun. It's like it's jolly good. How fun. does it fit into the continuity? Because three wrapped back into the start of the first one. Right? Yeah, so it fits into the continuity, picking up immediately of where the second one ends off. Okay. So where Kate, because okay, so the first one. The second one starts before the first one happens and ends as the first one is ending. They end simultaneously, right? Right. There's a phone call that happens in the second one where the characters in the first one call the sister and they complain about it. Then Katie from the first one shows up at the end of the second one to take the son. And now she has the son and the son is much older. Hmm. Not much older, but like he's like six or seven or whatever else. Okay. Like that. So that's that's basically the setup of where where they're at. And then they've tied it back into the third one with now that it's like the coven and that they're actually trying to the demon is they're trying to like I guess bring the demon to, or to physical form or whatever that okay. they were trying to do by having the male the male heir in the line hmm. from the third one. So yeah, a lot of fun. But the trailers, yeah. <laughs> oh boy, the trailers. There's a the trailer for the uh, the new Texas Chainsaw, which I think looks cool. The trailer okay. looks very cool. Like, it's like a 1974, like, something horrible happened, and it's happening again. And you're just like, yeah. Like, it, it, it's not, like, it's... It's fan service. Yeah, it looks, like, straight, like, fan service. And just... But just, like, in a good way. Really? Like, like it's fucking... It's hard to fucking watch that stuff. Leatherface killing some people. Like, a girl who, like, runs through in, like, a... Uh, in a cemetery, falls into an open casket, mm-hmm. and then, like, hides in the open casket. And, like, in the trailer, like, thoom, just, like, gets, like, completely dark, and you're, like, thoom, 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 wing! <laughs> and then like, <laughs> and just, like, cuts through in, like, a shaft of life. And I was, like, yay! Yeah. Well, was, you, you are the biggest Splatterhouse fan of, yeah. of the group of us, right? Yeah, for sure. But, yeah, Texas looks good. The I mean, I, I feel so shitty, like, getting behind remakes, because, I mean, like, they're movies that I, like, I think that if you do them well, I will enjoy the remake a lot. If you fuck it up, I'll be really mad. But I'll still always have the original. So I, don't, I find I'm not nearly as opposed to them as most people are. Most people are like, well, you got to remake it. I'm like, because what if it's really cool? Like, oh, I could do with the Texas with more blood. Like, get the <laughs> whatever. Except it's already been remade. Didn't they remake right? that movie in like Jessica Biel? Yeah, but like poorly. Was it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Speaking of Jessica Biel, I saw... Um, what was the movie yet? Um, Thin Man. Thin Man. I didn't. I didn't. It did not click for me at really? all. I got really I bored. Really didn't liked fucking, it. Like, I saw what you were saying about where it twisted back and forth, but I just didn't give two shits. Oh, I really liked it. Totally didn't work. Anyway. Je- Jessica Timberlake. Now she got married. This oh, week. congratulations, yeah. uh, yeah. Jessica. I know you're a listener. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big shout out to our number one shout fan, out to, uh, Jessica Biel. Jesse. Yeah. Good. Thanks, sweetie. Um. Yeah. Also, don't forget to email us for your T-shirt. We yeah, seriously, <laughs> Jessica Biel. Just waiting for your address. Exactly. You told us you'd get it. Fucking. Like she, when she was like, I want all of them. We're like, whoa, Jessica. Yeah, well, she's <laughs> getting married. She's getting married, and now it's uh, over, so she can settle down and uh, get back to us. Stick, stick around in the nine to five T-shirts. Evil Dead remake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Holy shit, that trailer looks creepy and gross. Looks good. The 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 thing that like, have, all right wait go watch the trailer first because we're going to talk about it now. Okay, the thing about the trailer that is absent. Well, there's two things that are absent. Tree ash rape. is it tree rape? Ash no. is ash is only at the end, right? You're you're watching the whole trailer for like a guy in a blue shirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're just, 
And it's just there's like the one thing where you just see him like he like his head like snaps back, looks like super intense. He looks over at the wall and there's a chainsaw. It's like right at the end. You're like, yeah. yeah. Who, like, who's doing? Uh, it? Sam Raimi, Bruce Campbell are writing, producing, okay. directing. Well, not directing. Who, not a- directing. Who's Ash? Uh, Sam Raimi's not directing. Sam Raimi's not directing. He's pointed. He said he's not directing it. Who's Ash? There, are, there are a bunch of teams. bunch of bunch of no names. Okay. Yep. Um, yeah, and also no even like hint towards like anything dark comedy related. And I'm like, no, I, not at all. But I'm just sort of <laughs> like, like but, straight horror. Oh god, yes. But I'm like, there kind of has to be like, and I, when I think back, Evil Dead One didn't have as much as like Evil Dead Two, which in Evil Dead Certainly Two didn't have as, as much, much as Army of Darkness. As Army of Darkness. Yeah. But there were still moments like. I buried it. Or it's like I like I locked her away. I locked her away in the basement. I was like, and like, <laughs> like the zoom in on the basement. I'm like, they're kind of that's the Raimi zoom. Yeah, there has to be moments like that for me to really feel like it's a full Evil Dead. There needs to be at least like okay, but when they summon the demon, it does do the through the trees. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> they they do the the deadite dead uh, cam zoom. Tree rape. Tree rape is that's in the trailer. <laughs> and the last scene of the trailer where the girl takes the knife to her tongue. Holy fuck! Is that sphincter clenching awful? Great, Scott. Oh that's god, that's, that's <laughs> very visual. It's, it's just tightened right up, right down your spine. At like, really, it's awful. Yeah. She pulls the knife right to her tongue and starts cutting her tongue in half, and both ends of the tongue are moving at the same time. And mm-hmm. <laughs> I, it's like it's a good trailer. The other trailer that played and that comes out, it's come out, it comes out on Friday. Is the Man with the Iron Fists. Oh man! Oh yeah, so yeah, yeah. The uh, kung fu movie with uh, the yeah. RZA and Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, yeah written, written, written by Eli Roth and Quentin, uh, written by Eli Roth and RZA, directed by RZA, produced by Tarantino, soundtrack by goddamn everybody. The first single is Pimp too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black Baddest Keys Man. and uh, the RZA. Baddest Baddest Man on the planet. Fucking super good. <laughs> <laughs> I sent it to Scott like the. Like it's almost the day it came out. Yeah, exactly. I had heard it the day it came out, but it was like there was the time difference. So the next time I saw you, I was like, Louis, listen to this shit." Yeah, it's good. Uh, the biggest band in rock and roll today, with one of the best all-time rap producers. And Who is it? Black Keys. Black and Keys RZA? and RZA. Right. From the Wu Tang Clan. They had gotten together on another project called Black Rock. Was Batista involved in this project? I don't and it probably wasn't as good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited for this whole this movie. Mm-hmm. It's been like because I was like trying to think like. You're saying it's coming out tomorrow? Coming out on f- tomorrow? Yeah, on Friday. Tomorrow. So it'll come out have just come out four days ago mm-hmm. in podcast world. Yeah, like because I was like Kill Bills. I don't know if you remember just like the fun of Kill Bills in cinema, mm-hmm. like going to the theater and just like seeing the Kill Bill movie, and you were just sort of like, woo! Absolute pleasure, all the way through. Like just, I mean, like I don't even think it like holds up that great as a film. Like it does. Capital F film. Action sequences, yes. Tons of fun. I can rewatch that movie again and again. But you're like, the, the plot is I not mean, a four-hour long plot. I actually it recently, and it was still great. Good fun. I don't know, but it's not a four-hour long plot. I, don't, I find it's not a four-hour long story to tell. Like, if you say so. Hmm? If you say so. Well. I actually kind of enjoyed the second one more, even though it was slower. Hmm. Yep. I was no, okay I, I, I'm looking forward to, to this one as much as I am, you know, Black Dynamite. Like, just... Black yeah. Dynamite. That's I a, am that's, smiling. That's a cartoon show now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I watched it a little bit when I was Adult alone. Swim as, uh, with, with uh, Michael Jai White as Black Dynamite and a lot of the original voices. Fucking hmm. super cool music, though. I guess we could talk about since we're talking about RZA and Black Keys. You said you were like, I have music that I love. Scott, 
Uh, I've been listening to the Heartless Bastards a lot. Heartless Bastards? Yeah. Heartless yeah. Bastards? Heartless. What's the lab? Tell me about it. It's, uh, you know when you're going to YouTube and you're watching music videos and you get to that, that section where all the videos are sepia-toned and... Didn't you? What? I remember the story. I don't know. Well, I've said it before. On the podcast? I found them there. Yeah. I think you did. You did yeah, talk about the that. sepia-toned sepia YouTube. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Scott, gotta bring fresh material. <laughs> uh, I just... I just uploaded Ride the Lightning onto my iPod. It's still good. It's still good. It really is. Uh, It made me sad, though. I was like, why did you stop being good, Metallica? Why? I play a lot of, like, competitive video games. Like, League of Legends is always about beating other people, and it is very pleasurable to put on old-school Metallica and fucking rock out playing it. So I do that a lot. Do you have any music, John? You know how sad this is? I downloaded a discography of an artist that I was like, you know, I've never really gotten into these guys. I should really, like, experience this. So I have been. What's and the it's role Genesis? Song. It has been Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Go I'm, I'm a little sad even saying it, but it's like, go 70s pop. And, and it's like, yeah, go this is kind of neat. <laughs> and I've just been listening to, like, three... how, how much? How big is the discography on that shit? They were at their 11th disc Jeez, when crazy. they put out Fleetwood Mac. And Rumors, Rumors, which is one of, still one of the greatest selling albums of all time, was yeah. their 12th studio album. So there's a shitload. How's early Fleetwood Mac? Is it always that sound? <laughs> you is know what? Just sort of like, uh, you sad. should go somewhere. No, no, no. <laughs> go. Um, they never didn't find their direction until they really found Stevie Nicks and the guy, whatever, only joined for Fleetwood Mac, yeah. the release. So I haven't actually listened to anything before then. But the albums that come after, which is like, it goes Fleetwood Mac and then Rumors and then... Um, Dagger or something. I don't remember what it was called. Dirk or something. The, the, the third one. Yeah, they, I got so many angry emails. I am. Is like <laughs> that's right. Except that nobody who would listen to this listens to Fleetwood Mac. Oh, this, uh, this podcast is being tagged Fleetwood Mac. All the Fleetwood Mac talk you can take. Pretty sure there's a subreddit for Fleetwood Mac. But we're gonna sure. post it. I'm, I'm gonna embarrass to myself. But to all the fans, I'm pissing off. I have become a Fleetwood Mac fan in the last two weeks, and um, I'm sorry if I got it wrong. Well, you can tell that Keith and I are okay with this. By the way, we instantly harmonize on Go Your Own Way. <laughs> it's the only song I've <laughs> Seriously, like, go listen to Rumors. It's like a totally listenable album. has has elements you're like, wow, this really, this is from the 70s? And it, it actually sounds pretty good. That's how I, um... No, you're in your 30s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, maybe, that's, maybe that's what's going on here. Sounds pretty sweet. Oh, yeah, speaking of just sort of, like, Stevie Nicks and whatever, I only discovered today, and I feel like a big idiot, because they've, like, broken up, gotten back together, and broken up, yeah. that the fact that um, Kiss, who we had as our Halloween yes, pinup, that yes, was up, went up today or went up last week, that, like, basically fucking most of Kiss albums that have been made don't have... Uh, Peter Chris. Peter Chris and... Ace. No, Ace is always on... No, it's always Gene and No, Paul. it's all Gene... Yeah, exactly, it is. So, yeah. Yeah, Starchild and... The Cat. The Cat left, but fucking... What's the... He had the but Stanley and Chris both have stars. Oh, no, Ace Freely. Ace Freely has the silver. The star child. But then, what is Stanley called? The lipstick guy. Yeah, but he has a single star over his yes. eyes. I think he's like the lover, space lover. Clearly, we are big fucking Kiss fans. Oh yeah, you can tell. No, <laughs> Either way, most metal of all the disco bands, or the most <laughs> disco of all the <laughs> metal, metal bands. bands. <laughs> Why can't it be both? But either way, <laughs> Freely and Peter Chris like fucking yeah. quit and like. 
in the 80s even. I was like, what? Then they got back together and they quit again. I was like, man, I I kind of blame Gene Simmons on that. Through most of the 80s and early 90s, they didn't even wear makeup on stage. Yeah, there's weird. They wore like spandex and had big hair and stuff. And we're like, legit. Yeah, but exactly. I was just sort of like, wait, what? Kiss broke up? Kiss broke up twice? Kiss is currently broken up? So like when Kiss plays Bell Center, it's it's not fucking Ace Frehley and Peter Chris. Which is fucking super weird because Ace Freely and Peter Chris are the two members of Kiss that are named in the Weezer song in the garage. Mm-hmm. That, that's because it's supposed to be a throwback when it's in the garage. The proper, proper Kiss. The true yeah. Kiss. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I uh, They're another group. Listening to Fleetwood Mac, I got thinking, like, there's probably a whole bunch of bands from that era that we kind of know, like, they're, t- they're, like, cool songs, but they probably have, like, Boston yeah, they probably have, like, libraries that are, like, really fucking good. It would be fun to go through. Chicago. In a thorough kind of way. All the cities. And, like, <laughs> Not Kansas, though. Like, Fuck Kansas. I've listened to, like, their, t- their, their, like, main songs. No, they're, they're, they're really garbage. fucking garbage. And then, they're all garbage. But then there's, like, Detroit Rock City, which was, was a really fucking good tune. So yep. I'm sure that there's old stuff out there that's really, like, kind of good. But, but think of Kiss as this big arena rock metal band, and then, like, I Was Made For Loving You is this... I was made for straight up disco baby. song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were made for loving me. Yeah, yeah. it's fucking terrible. Harmonies, right there. <laughs> yeah, my my my. Gene, fo- Gene, we're free. Gene, call us. <laughs> exactly. We apparently you're taking fucking anybody's to like <laughs> replace members of Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, Ace Frehley and Peter Chris aren't in the band anymore. And Keith would love to be painted like a cat. Well, to be fair, that was you in the po- picture. You were right. Peter Chris. I was the cat. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I was. How Stanley. does that make any sense? I fucking hate cats. <laughs> it's lols. This actually unanimously decided as soon as Sophie said, <laughs> "We got to be kissed." John's Peter Chris. Wow. <laughs> well, exactly, because we were like, Sophie's probably Jean, I guess. No, she straight up insisted on that. Yeah, exactly. And then you, you like, you were like, freely, because <laughs> yeah, I knew what was left. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sarah pointed out that, like, in the in the nine to five world, like, not to just take anything away from you guys, but I'm oddly the pretty boy, and I was like, that's weird. I feel uncomfortable as the pretty boy of nine to five. But then John has great cock sucking lips, so I don't want to take that away from him. And luscious flowing hair. Fills out a red dress like nothing luscious else. flowing hair is totally a thing that people look for in 2012. I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> uh, my 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 Fleetwood Mac is Steely Dan. <laughs> like yeah. it's like the seventies band, then I go back and fucking if you're like in that mode yeah, to yeah. like go listen go fucking download some Steely Dan and it'll like it'll blow your fucking I, I mind. I feel like I'm pumped to go and find like ten seventies bands that are like known but that probably have gigantic libraries full of good stuff. Steely Dan. Steely Dan. Uh Hollow Notes, oddly. Hollow Notes. Hollow Notes yeah. Like <laughs> Uh they're like Toto, go. What was their what was their big song? Um Maneater? Hollow Notes? Oh, here she comes. Yeah, like, yeah. like it's it. Watch they're they're one of those bands where it's like their hits sound like discoy shit. But if you get into the stuff, there's a lot of like. Was it Sarah Smile? Was that? I think that was Toto. Africa's a great tune. It's true. It is. And those first few notes on that instrument. I don't try to do beer. No, I'm not getting it. <laughs> What, what, what I wonder is like how much of that stuff was pure pop when it was on the radio, or if there was like good music that was on the radio. I don't get that. Good Think music on the it, radio. Like, good music on the radio. But like I have, I have a hard time. Or is it just that like in in nostalgia vision, it seems like this stuff what is good music, but really it was just pop. I don't, I, I don't know. It's like I think some pop music can be okay. Like you can look at new pop music and say, good, 
garbage, garbage, garbage. Good. Yeah. Yeah, you can find new stuff that's popping. That's okay. I'm trying to think of like a new... something you're gonna listen to thirty years from now and be like, yeah, that was fucking great. Like I was like I... you would landslide. But there's like a thing though that happens when you're a teenager, yeah. which is I don't know if like your brain is like mushier or some shit. Where it's like listening to the buzz when I was in high school was like fucking back to back hits. Like I yeah. liked pretty much everything that they were fucking playing, like Smashing Pumpkins, Nirvana, like uh, even like the smaller stuff like Local H and uh, like Benfold Five and like I still listen to Benfold. Yeah, no, like there's there's no shame in it, and it's stuff yeah. that like when it comes on the buzz now, like why I like the Buzz Bag Lunch, yeah, is the, yeah. the fact that they play the stuff from the nineties. <laughs> it was like the buzz that I grew up to listening to, and I'm like. But listening to new music on the buzz, I'm like, man, fuck Linkin Park. And I'm like, oh shit, I'm becoming my parents. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Or are you? Aren't most people like Or am I like more discerning? Like, I, I don't know. Like, I mean, I'm yeah. sure there's kids who are fucking super into Linkin Park now. I mean, like, they fucking listen to like... But that was music that wasn't really pop. And I mean, Linkin Park isn't for all the shit that it is. It's not pop music. Yeah. But there was like, I'm sure there must have been alternative quote-unquote radio stations or whatever, like... Like or like late night rock sessions. Because also, yeah, playing the Stooges and the Ramones. And yeah, exactly. Like all the other shitty punk music that wasn't the Stooges and the Ramones. The Buzzcocks and the Buzzcocks are awesome. Yeah, the Sax Pistols, but there had to be lots and lots of really bad stuff. Oh yeah, that's like, it. Man. Like if we take a decade of music and we cut off ninety nine percent of it, and we're Go looking back and at the one percent that we remember and being like, "Oh man, the seventies were amazing," because we're only looking at the top one percent. It's easy. You could do that with any decade. Yeah, for sure. In any genre, like yeah, totally. There's a lot of bad hip hop that comes out. A lot of bad metal that comes out. Yeah. There's good hip hop and good metal that comes out. Fascinating stuff. Anyway. Okay, Deep. all right, next one, Steely Thoughts. Dan. Steely, yeah, 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 get into fucking Steely Dan, for yeah. real. I'm writing that down. Yeah? Oh, shit, it's going <laughs> on the bed. I'm writing that down, that's going on the bed. I think I might, if you have a USB key, I think I might have a good... No, I don't. Bunch. Actually, I have my uh, Blackberry, you can put it all in there. Put it on your Blackberry? I don't know, man, that guy's a lot of Steely Dan. I don't know if I have it all around here. Uh, what have I, I've been listening to music that was not Metallica or filmed in sepia tones. Or Fleetwood Mac. Or Fleetwood Mac. Uh, I listened to, I've been like... Uh, what have I been listening to? I listened to of Monsters and Men. They have mm-hmm. one radio song out right now, like the. Sing it first, Keith. I yeah, don't remember it. it. Just uh, sing it. Hum it, then. Make up the words that go along with the tune. No, no, no it's they kind of sound like Mumford and Sons, and I have the Mumford and Sons song in my head, like the I will wait, I will wait for you. That's Mumford and Sons. Okay. This is totally the episode where we sing. <laughs> 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 this is the episode where we sing. What's the like? Oh my god, guys, fill the fill the fill the void. I'm gonna like close my ears and try and get to tune my head. Okay. <laughs> so Scott, tell us yeah. a fun story from working in the hospital. What horrific mutilation? <laughs> got I actually I actually had my first uplifting childhood trauma surgery story this week. Please tell. Yeah, I was walking on the third floor of the children's hospital, which okay. is the cardiac wing. Yeah. And there was a three-year-old kid there, in standing there in the wing, wearing jeans and sneakers, and had no shirt on. Mm-hmm. He had like, he was a boy, but he had like long mop blonde hair, mm-hmm. and he had a scar from his collarbone down to his belly button. Okay, obviously Cardiac because wing. he had sure, yeah, yeah. some heart surgery when he was even younger than three. Don't listen to a yeah. word. Uh, yeah, I know that one. That's gonna come through well. If you know the tune, yeah, through yeah. the words it's, it's I say, yeah. hey, yeah, this that is by far the most cheery song on the album. The rest okay. of the album is very, sorry, 
Hey, Scott. <laughs> That's like uh, the middle of your like, gory story. So it's totally uplifting. So this kid is standing hey. there, and he's wearing sneakers and jeans. He's got no shirt on, and he's got a huge scar down his chest. Yeah. And his mom says something to him, and he takes off running yeah. full speed. And his mom is like, no, come back. And she's chasing him. This kid is running, and she can't even catch a three-year-old. He's running so fast. And I was like, yeah. Kid. That kid's not going to die of whatever he's in here for. <laughs> you you yeah. did it, kid. <laughs> Whatever heart surgery you had before, it worked. That is pretty fucking up, yeah, I think. Yeah, I, was, I was like, yeah. And you felt really good about yourself. Yeah. And you were like, I helped make that kid better by putting the tools out on the thing. Probably not, but... But you could tell yourself that, though, and you wouldn't yeah. necessarily be lying. Whatever. What if the tools weren't there? What was going to happen? I'm just happy he's fucking running yeah, from his mom. You're also allowed to make him happy. And you know what's sad? A sick what kid she was that can't be? run away from his mom. Like, that's sad. <laughs> oh, man. So, anyway, yeah. Monsters, yeah. I'll just finish this up. Monsters <laughs> Men, really good. Yeah. Kind of like Mumford and Sons and whatever else. So that, that sort of, I guess, like, new indie folk. Mm-hmm. Like, new and you with an umlaut over yeah. it. Yeah. New folk. <laughs> God, that means that it's folk music is going to start incorporating rap soon. I'm scared. <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. Wait a second. Yeah, hold on a second. Didn't you yeah. just say Rizzo like t- teamed up with the, the Black Keys? So getting there, <laughs> getting pretty close. That song is kind of getting close. Add a banjo, unplug the amplifiers, and you're there. Shit. Didn't we already kind of hear that? Like when Ben Folds did um, "Bitches Ain't Shit," or like when Travis did. Um, uh, was it Travis? Uh, uh, Dynamite hacked at Boys in the Hood. Dynamite hacked. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's amazing. That was fucking great. What was? I sent you guys that link to Gore doing a cover song. Uh, carry on my, my wayward carry son. on my wayward son. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, but I, also, I got a great dynamite hack moment. So I'm working at the at Sierra, which we all remember very well. Do you remember there was a couple of hip hop kind of guys who worked there for a little while? I think they had left by the time I got there. Oh, uh, they were. They, oh, sorry, you mean Bert? Bert? No, 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 no. There were some people who were like not my the, friends. The, the only kind of like hip hoppy shit that was got on the air when I was there was ICP. Yeah, no, this fucking... was way before them. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. there were guys who were like definitely not my our kind of people. Definitely into Boys in the Hood, like from the original side. And they every now and again they put on the album and they play it. And at John, one were point, they black? Sorry, were they black? No, Latino. Okay, and the um yeah, still what? Oh man, we're getting all kinds so, of emails. No, I love hip hop. Bo- Boys in the Hood comes on, and then like obviously it's not the kind of music that I put on the radio. So one of the guys comes over and he's like, "Hey, John, I bet you like this." And I'm like, "Oh," and I just start singing the lyrics all along, perfect. <laughs> and he's, his jaw drops, and he's just like, "What the fuck, man? My respect for you has gone so high now. I don't, under- I don't even know." And I'm like, "Oh no, wait, it's time to bring it back down." We went into the office and sat down, <laughs> and I put on the Dynamite Hack version. <laughs> and you know the video has them all like in fucking cardigans and yeah, yeah. Yeah, driving around. And he just looks so sad and walked out. Well, it's like the only the only Biggie video, Biggie song that I know off of heart is yeah. uh, "Bring the Pain," and I know it just because of my self indulgence. <laughs> like yeah. I can do it like verse for verse, and then when Sorry, I hear my astral pain, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. When I hear the Biggie version, I'm like, man, this is so slow. Yeah. <laughs> like, you remember being at the MSI show where they did it a cappella and the yeah, whole exactly. fucking crowd yeah, sung yeah, yeah. along the whole way through? Bring the pain. <laughs> he just yells, "Chest hair in the middle, yeah. chest." <laughs> You're just sort of like, why is that there in the middle? Good old MSI. Oh, uh, MSI. Yeah. They need to get their... Uh... Their, uh, they d- MSI news. They just announced a... Because they've always been... Um, I don't know if you know how they released every album, at least the last two albums, post uh, Frankenstein Girls, mm-hmm. is that they now, they license the album. but So they retain all the music. Okay. So they license the album for publication. So huh. they, they like... 
because of their horrible fucking experience that they had with uh, Elektra, I think, after yeah. uh, after Frankenstein Girls and all that shit. Yeah. So they were like, so you get to sell our album as much as you want. You don't own any of the music. You can't put it anywhere else without our express content. Right. So, which is kind of cool. So they were like... Probably so, gives them less revenue. Probably deals probably generates less revenue, whatever, but yeah. they get to maintain control control over all the music and all sure, that shit. It's not showing up on... Now, 27. Yeah, yeah exactly. Featuring Although, Justin Timberlake, no, kids, kids spy, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. This is this is the band that when they were told to make the radio edit for their song, they just I don't know if you, I told you about this. Boop. So they were, they were they were told to make a radio edit of a song they do called Tornado, which like every second word is fuck, and they were just sort of like we'll we'll handle the radio edit. Here you go, guys, and it's like I sneak up and hit you like boop tornado, you stupid man, you try to boop, and you're just sort of like. This is unplayable. They're like, it's the radio edit, and our contract says we get to make custom radio edits. Because like they're like this, they're probably thinking like the hee haw from like Firewater Burn or whatever. They're like, nope, yeah. this is the radio edit. They're like, this is unplayable. They're like, that's correct. Yep. <laughs> like, this is not a song that we care about being on the radio. So they're trying to go the next step further anyway. Yep. Uh, that they want to try with a Kickstarter to actually make the whole album themselves and sell the whole thing themselves. Really? To not have. A record. So label. they have a Kickstarter up right now. Yeah, man, we gotta go. Yeah, yeah. give them ten right. bucks for a other other miniature yeah. mind self indulgence news yeah. is that there's some music, especially written mm-hmm. for Lollipop Chainsaw, and Jimmy Urine plays a zombified boss in Lollipop Chainsaw. Outstanding. And I don't know if you know Lollipop Chainsaw. Yes, I do. It's a little uh, schoolgirl running around killing. Zombies. Do you know who wrote that? Also, no. James Gunn huh. of Super Fame. Right. Yeah. I really want to play this game just based on like the people Absolutely. that are like, the, the artistic minds involved far more so than the actual game itself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's it. I'm I'm a little confused by Kickstarter. Like I, I understood it as a as a concept, but mm-hmm. the way that it's being used right now, it seems like just just taking people's money. Well, yeah, but you get stuff out of it. Yeah, the idea is like, if you make a donation of X amount, you get X. Okay, but like why? We're, Usually we're, you'll get Y back. Okay, but like let's take for example Man, Matt's hard. <laughs> Let's let's take uh, an example. A band that wants to make an album but can't get the money backing, yeah. and they were like, "If you give us ten dollars, you get a thank you, or your name on our e- our website, yeah. right? And then we'll send it, sell you our album." I'm like, oh, okay. No, but some... if, if you if you give us a hundred dollars, we'll sell you the album. I'm like, wait, what? But it'll be an album. Oh, no, it has to be worthwhile. It'll be an album signed by everybody. Not always. I don't think in this case. I've it's... seen a lot of Kickstarter stuff that's just been like, please. We just we'd like your money so Here, we can make this thing, thing to sell to you. Why do we have a Kickstarter? It's not the prize. Sometimes, like if a band like MSI that I would love to see an album that they would put out that wouldn't have any influence to me as a fan, I, that's worth thirty bucks to me, even if I have to buy the album after. So I would contribute thirty bucks to a Kickstarter. Yeah, that, Some people don't want, aren't invested that much in the artists, and so they would only wait until the album came out or didn't. They wouldn't give a shit and they'd buy it at that time. Yeah. So you get to determine your level of involvement, which I think is the appropriate pay model for artistic endeavors. Everything should be like this. I, I get it. It just kind of... I don't know. It seems alien to me think, in a lot of ways. Think about how much more legitimate it is when, like, MSI puts up a Kickstarter and my 30 bucks I know is going in their pocket as opposed to I buy an album and it's going to Elektra who fucking MSI hates and they hate MSI and it was just a cluster. <laughs> that album oh, still right. sells. And that right? album still sells. Like, that that to me is more of a travesty than paying $10 extra for a disc. I, I get it, but at the same time, it, like, why don't you just offer a pre-sale and have pre-orders on your your album? Because they need people to contribute more to get the funds to make the art. Yeah, but, but if they're going to make a product that is not even going to come close to making its money back, so much so that they need to ask money from their fans. But the idea is that uh, it's it kickstart money, right? Yeah. It's going to be hard to like, hey, 
I mean, admittedly, the video game industry has managed to do this, just sort of like, hey, want to buy a game six to 12 months before it comes out? Like, Assassin's Creed 3 pre-orders started yeah. in January or some shit. Yeah. Comes out this month. Came out last month, I should say, October. Like, it's hard to be like, hey, pre-order this album a year in advance, and then we'll send it to you. Like, you'll forget about it, but it's just sort of like, if you give a little bit more money, and then you know it's going to come autographed, or or if it's just a fucking t-shirt that's going to show up right away, like, yeah. you're giving us money to help an album, here's a t-shirt right away, you're like, not only did I get this great t-shirt, I also get, like, I paid more than money yeah, than a not, t-shirt is worth. They're not fundraising, they're not, like, selling you a t-shirt, you're, like, paying $100 for that t-shirt. Because the, also, you're giving money to the artist. Yeah, that's what I get. It's How the fucking like, Sistine Chapel get painted? It's like having a fundraising car wash and asking people for $50 for it. Like, it's just Okay, well, but hold on. What if the fundraising, char- like, car wash is for a charity that you want money to go to? You're, the, the car wash is not, you're not go, going there to get a car wash you're going there to get your money to the service yeah, but the I, thing it's is never a, a charity man it's always some fucking play or some YouTube video or just sometimes uh, you want to contribute your money to these things yeah, if you don't yeah. don't do it and then if you do no, and you're saying, a fan I, then you just, do it it never the, really uh, seems to equal up to me you saw the Perry Bible Fellowship uh, Kickstarter I did not whatever else like that He's looking for like $15 trillion, whatever else like that, <laughs> as a goal to eliminate America's debt. He's <laughs> <laughs> made money. There's like fucking like $12,000 in there. And it's just like all of the rewards are living in a debt-free America. <laughs> like, your reward if we attain this goal is living in a debt-free America. Uh, fucking golden. <laughs> yep. I think that's what Scott's talking about. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, okay, but that guy's trolling. The fucking... For like, I can't think of a better use of Kickstarter than putting money towards artists. Yeah, for sure. Like, some people are going to be like, "Yeah, I only have fifty cents or whatever, and I'll contribute that. I probably won't get anything." And then people who have fifty bucks will give it. And to me, putting fifty bucks to an artist that I really want to see what they're going to put out is worth it. All right, back to trolling. Yeah, it just totally reminded me of my favorite thing on the internet this week. Okay, hashtag bald for Bieber. Oh yeah. god, damn, that's great. Fortran at its best. Yeah, I don't know if that many people actually shaved. If two people did it, it's worth it. Because <laughs> Fortran made some girl shave their head. Yeah. Have you heard the best? Uh, I think we're just about closing up. Do you want to talk about Bell for Bieber a little more? Just really quickly, Fortran made a couple of images that convinced people that Justin Bieber had cancer, and that to show your support as a true you fan, you should shave your head. Mm-hmm. Post it to Twitter with the hashtag Bald for Bieber, and then fucking like explode Twitter. On. Made it a trending topic, whatever. Yeah, Did you hear the 4chan uh, hurricane jokes? No. Nope. Where they were just sort of like, uh, they're, well, there's, there's two. <laughs> did you see that New York City dressed up as New Orleans for Halloween? I did see that one. Yeah! yeah. Did you hear about the new cocktail yeah, named the after one. the hurricane? No. It's called the Sandy. It's basically just a Manhattan, but watered down. <laughs> 4chan hurricane jokes. Yep. Uh, uh, it's okay because this is only going to come out like a week from not now. Not that so many people died tradition. in this one, right? That's right. Well, yeah. fucking, we had it. Was it the one in Toronto who died? <laughs> 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 God damn it! We didn't even get the worst of it, but a chunk of metal flew off a sign in Toronto. Yeah, it was a sign that fell down. And then just yeah. fucking nailed her from the back of the head and killed her. Yeah. I was like, God, shit. It's <laughs> like, not to say that, like, whatever, but everyone's like, yeah, Canada barely gets hit. Total fluke. We have a woman who dies. Toronto actually got hit much, much, much harder yeah. than we did. Same thing with Quebec City. Yeah. I'm heading up there this weekend. Like, mm-hmm. Quebec City is apparently, like, not getting hammered, like, New York style, but, like, Quebec yeah. City is getting hit quite a lot harder. P.K. Huh. Subban told me about that on the news. It's true. <laughs> did you see this, Scott? He was so goofy. Hey, he did the weather report. Yeah, well, it's cause, but, you know, the, the precursor to that was he put up a YouTube video, like, 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 cleverly edited together, being like, 
hey, anyone, I'm P.K. Subban, and I'm unemployed. <laughs> it's like, I'm looking for a job, whatever. I'm really, really bored. Seriously, guys, I'm really bored. <laughs> just like this whole little like video of him just like fucking around. And apparently, like CTV. He looks so happy to be on CTV. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> CTV gave him a call, and then they like rushed him off. Like he was like he went long with the news. He went long. He like went long with, with the, the weather, weather, and they like rushed him off. And I'm like, man, like the the station operator was rushing. He's like, what? Like apparently, like the operation. Uh, it's like Carrie Price with Assassin's Creed Three. He did the the promo push at Ubisoft this week. Huh. Yeah, well, fucking, they're just sitting it's around bored because he's partially Native American. Much like the assassin in Assassin's Creed Three, huh? Well, a whole lot of native heroes. I know Guillaume is probably. Oh, you know what's super, super fucking cool? I don't even remember the name of the game. I feel so bad. It, I think it might be Lugaru or something. These guys outside oh, of Montreal no. put together a um, no, a video game. They like homebrewed it, basically five of them. And the, the idea—it's like a tower defense game, kind of. That like you have a farm, and you're like that's where you live with your daughter and whatever. And in the night, the werewolves are going to come. So you got to like build defenses around your town, around your around your house. And then is this at based night, based on a card game, I don't know. I feel but, like there's a there's a card game that I always see that's in French that looks kind of cool that I never pick up. In I feel stores. so bad I don't remember the name of this game because I really want to plug it. These guys look really look like they're fucking doing good work. And the um, we'll, we'll I'm gonna sort it out. Lou Maybe we're actually gonna put this one in the notes underneath the, the fucking. As opposed to all the other things you said that we're gonna put in the yeah, notes. I never do. But <laughs> but anyway, so like you you build up your defenses and then at night you go into a first person shooter kind of style where you have to like defend against these wolves. But the werewolves are all gonna like one hit kill you, and so you have to be using your traps and lures and you put zip cords up so you can go from one area to the to the next to defend it. It looks fucking fantastic, and it's gonna be like an indie title on Steam. Cool. Yeah. I got a fucking computer that can play Steam games now. I'm so excited. Yep. Okay. Indie Montreal title. We got a Indie Montreal title. We got to get on. Get them on the show. Yeah. yeah. Send them an email. We'll do, yep. do an interview. I'm trying to do it. Yeah. Yeah. We can do an email interview. One of Scott's yep. new. Anyway, do you, do you have anyone? Do you have anything coming up? For... No. No. Yeah. Hey, if you wanna, if you're doing something cool, impress me. Send me an email. Scott at nine to five. Impress me. Impress me, world. Well, I'm not gonna be like. Oh, you make jewelry out of wire, huh? That's not going to be a great interview. Like, what if, if you're doing something they're cool, like, I have I make to say, your interview with Brad Sachs was really good. I was, I was very surprised. Your interview with Brad that lady Sachs was very cool. Yeah. If you're like that lady one with the the, the art. Nuclear the Winter? Comics. Yeah, Nuclear Winter. That comic is cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I checked it out. It was good. Uh, good right. stuff. But don't check it out as much as you check out our comic. <laughs> <laughs> check it out, but not as much as us. Yeah. Brad, Brad was great. He posted us the interview on his yeah his website too. Cool. So. Super fun. Independence. Yeah. I'm John. I'm Keith. I'm Scott, and this is the Nine to Five Entertainment System. You can go your own way. You can go your own way. Look, if you're a fan of the show and uh, the site in general, uh, please take the time to like us on Facebook. We are number 9to5dotcc, 9to5.cc on Facebook. And uh, also follow us on Twitter. We're at sign number 9to5cc. 
uh, on Twitter. So, uh, and also be sure to check back on the site for something on Mondays, probably. Uh, we have Zombies and Loathing After the Bomb usually on Tuesdays. We have a new comic in 95 Illustrated every Wednesday, a new podcast every week, usually on Thursday. It's either going to be a 90s or a Go Plug Yourselves. And on Fridays, we have Fine Arts with either Sophie and Scott. And, uh, you know, maybe John will even uh, contribute one of his mega articles at some point, too. You can only hope. All right, thanks. 9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening.